On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chat with Brett Swenson from Kizik. We had an awesome conversation all around long-form video. We talked uh, all about brand-type marketing campaigns, how you measure them, what you can measure, uh, what's working, what's not. Uh, they have grown another 3x this year, uh, and you're definitely going to want to listen to this one. If you are a mid-seven-figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, how about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news? Our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world. But we learned some incredible lessons along the way, and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post-iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow. Now, on to today's episode. Someone on my team thought I either had superpowers or woke up at 5 a.m. to crunch client numbers. Turns out, I just used Triple Whale. Yeah, that's what one of their customers said, and he may be onto something. No one has to know the secret weapon to your success is Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform, built to accurately pinpoint your ad spend across networks, making you look like the smartest person in the room. Their robust app helps you clarify your campaign's performance so you can run smarter, faster, more effective ad spends in real time and reap the rewards. Are you a genius? Only one way to find out. Guys, want to take Triple Whale for a spin? Stop by triplewhale.com upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. I am really looking forward to this conversation today. I do not get a chance to talk to uh, you know real life shoe dogs very often. Uh, not that you are a self-proclaimed shoe dog, Brett, mm. but you do uh, you know work at a shoe company, so it's it's almost that close. Uh, so uh, Brett Swenson from Kizik. Brett, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Absol oh, absolutely. So for people who don't know anything about you, tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so um, I'm, the, I'm the VP of Marketing here at Kizik. Um, I've been here for about three and a half years. Um, kind of made my way through agency life. Um, actually started off doing wedding photography, uh, believe it or not. Uh -huh. um, nice. Did that for 10 years and then was kind of had to figure out marketing on my own. And then, yeah, I went through the agency route and, and then uh, I landed at a purple or a company called purple, uh, the mattress company. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And kind of was there during the high growth phase and, and uh, we went public and then um, yeah, had a chance to come over here to Kizik and, and uh, here we are. So. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. And speaking of high growth, you guys are one of the fastest shoe companies, uh, fastest growing shoe companies uh, in the United States right now. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's been a wild ride. I mean, we, we've, um, you know, three X in 2020, four X last year and, and, uh, we're on pace to, you know, three X again this year. So it's been just insane growth and, and, um, one of those rocket ships that I think people dream of and hope of, and, and we're just trying to hang on. So uh, totally, yeah. totally. 
Well, let's 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 get right into it, Brett. I'm really looking forward to to hearing about what's you know what's working, especially this year, right? A lot of brands are coming on here. You know, I, I chat with a lot of brands at both all the brands that we own, as well as our agency, and you know, all, all the people in our mastermind. Everyone's having a really difficult year, Brett. You know, and so hearing that you guys are are three xing your growth, there's something there's something going on there that's a little bit different than what some of us are doing. I'd love to hear what you attribute that to. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I, I think it it does always start with a great product, right? I mean, a, a product that that um, you know really you can get behind and and people believe in is is number one. I mean, we have um, close to I think we just we're over a hundred patents and patent pending right now with Kizik. And so we have a whole team in our lab and in our company that are constantly working on new ideas. And it's a, uh, it's amazing to see all the different things they've, they've, we've come out with and are coming out with. And so, you know, it all starts at a great product, but I think for us on the advertising side, um, you know, I think for us, I mean, shoes, nothing's really changed in footwear for a long time. Um, yeah. you know, it's, it's been colors or material or, you know, kind of some of the basics, but we've come in and, and are redefining the shoe category. So for those that don't know Kizik, you know, we're, we make hands-free shoes. So I think the first thing people think of is like, oh, a slip-on shoe, but really it's, it's more than that. It's, it's a shoe that you can step into. It, it goes back around your heel, the heel compresses down, it comes back up and, and it's snug on your foot, like a regular shoe. Mm. So you don't have to yeah. bend over, you don't have to tie your shoes. And I think for us, we really, we knew that that is, needs, it's a demonstrable product. So people need to see it and understand it. Totally. And so yeah. Our background, you know, I, I, um, I came from purple and, and, um, my CMO from purple actually came, came over here as well. And, and we just, we knew that we had to break through the noise. And so we've kind of, you know, taken some of the things we've learned at purple, um, and, and brought them over here, which is really demonstrable video um, you know, long form video, um, video that's entertaining, but also sells along the way has been a really, um, big part of our success. Um, and when, when you're talking about long form video, let's, let's get into that for a little bit here. So yeah. what, what exactly are you talking about? What does this video exactly look like? And what is the point of the video? Yeah, I think, you know, most brands that are out there today are, are have kind of fallen in love with, the bottom of funnel stuff, the UGC, the the short form, you know, kind of conversion based video where the long form stuff that, that we've done, um, you know, two and a half minutes, three minutes long sometime. And, and you can think about it as, is kind of, um, you know, usually there, we, we like to invoke emotion. So, and, and a, an emotion that we've seen, you know, really resonate is humor. So if you look back at some of the stuff we did at purple with Goldilocks or, you know, we had a variety of things that kind of kept people um, entertained and, and educated along the way, kind of that infotainment. Um, totally. Concept. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of long form that I'm talking about is stuff that, you know, can introduce you to the product, can demonstrate, can show, and you're, you're also being sold along the way. So, um, you know, you're being entertained first and foremost, but you're also learning and, and understanding the value props and, and what goes um, you know, why, why the brand is unique, why the product is unique. And, um, yeah. Yeah. and then you can take that and then cut it up into, you know, short form, you know, snippets, 30 seconds, 15s, and, and you can really build a full funnel approach from it, but it all starts with kind of that long form top of funnel, you know, really disruptive marketing that, um, you know, we, we've found kind of a formula that, that, you know, that works really well. So 
um, yeah, that, and, that's kind of long form MC. Cool, cool. That, that's awesome, Brad. Sorry, I, I'm I'm a classic like step in on your last word kind of host. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Uh, so so uh, uh, I'll, I'll try I'll try not to do that too too often here. Um, so a, a couple of questions for you: Are you are you split testing multiple of these long form videos at a time, or are you or is this just kind of like your one pillar piece of content that you're then splitting up into into smaller pieces? Yeah, I mean, usually we um, we like to do several a year of kind of these these hero long form pieces. Um, yeah. But what we try and do with those is when we launch them, we'll have you know ten to fifteen different hooks. Um, we'll test thumbnails. We'll test uh, you know the kind of the mid blocks, and then we'll we'll test outros as well, all to kind of see what elements of the video are performing from a you know a thumb stop rate or um, yeah. what's keeping people watching you know, past 30, 60 seconds, you know, where are people dropping off? And then we'll, we'll tweak and, and, uh, kind of, you know, cut down the video and, and try different, different variations. And, and you can kind of think about it as modular blocks that you can move around within the video. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That's how we really start to dive in deep and, and kind of create, you know, these Frankenstein versions that allow us to, to build modularly and, and test. And that's how we get a lot of life out of these videos and, and learn where, yeah, where people are falling off and where we can improve and, and iterate. So. Absolutely. That's, that, that's great. So thinking of, uh, of, of YouTube, right. And, and using some of this, I'm imagining that you guys are running some of these as pre-roll. Yeah. So, um, we'll have, we'll have pre-roll, we'll have uh, bumpers sometimes. And then, and then, um, yeah, really kind of the long form stuff that we've seen, we will actually run those on Facebook and they'll, they'll do really well, but polished long form video does tend to perform better on YouTube where you can get, you know, cheap video views, um, mass awareness and, and really go broad. Um, yeah. and, and then, yeah, run those as, you know, either targeted of, of other channels, pre-roll, um, a variety of tactics that, that we use. And then, you know, like we said, we'll cut them up and, and kind of build a full funnel approach, um, for other awesome. placements after that. This month's sponsor is Triple Whale. Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform clarifies your ad performance across marketing channels, keeping you instantly in the know. Go to triplewhale.com slash upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off today. Now, back to today's episode. I think one thing people need to keep in mind as well when they're thinking about running campaigns like this on YouTube is that the CPMs are so incredibly ridiculously low because you're only paying on whatever your cost per view, you know, that you're bidding, but that's only, that only comes in at 30 seconds, right? Yep. Or, or the completion of the ad. So your CPMs on these ads can be like insane, like dollar CPMs, you know, to reach this like crazy targeted audience depending on on what exactly you're doing so this is this is totally the way to go but brett I, i've got a question that I, i'm assuming people are asking right now especially as you start to get into bigger marketing right a lot of the people that are listening to this are kind of you know mid seven figure low eight figure brands right they've done a lot of direct response marketing in the past yep. and running a campaign like this may be a little bit scary because of attribution right it's not direct response it's not like oh yeah come to our site and buy right now how do you measure that yeah, I think that's a a huge question that you know even internally it still is a is a question that I think uh, you know we're we're constantly proving out. And I think for us one of the things we look at is is just on the highest level you know net new eyeballs. Can we look and see how many new um, views from new people are we getting? And then we we've actually implemented a 
an MTA solution, uh, marketing attribution tool that, that allows us to really track um, downstream effect as well. So we're cool. measuring not only, you know, are we reaching a percent of new audience that is kind of our threshold, um, but two, what are we seeing downstream from branded search from, uh, and we can see correlation directly when we increase spend on YouTube to Facebook conversion rates and um, how people yes. are, are coming in more mid to bottom funnel. Whereas when we turn that spend down, you know, it, it dramatically affects, you know, those other channels as well. So I think it, it really does, um, it requires you to think a little bit more full funnel and not just, hey, dollar in here on YouTube, $3 out, $5 out on YouTube. You really have to look at how is this playing within, uh, you know, your email signups, um, yeah. you know, people coming through, um, like I mentioned, Facebook and, and other other bottom funnel channels. And then, you know, for us, it's it's just, you know, we look at more of a blended approach when at the end of the day, at the end of the month, when we're looking at, okay, how do things perform? Uh, let's look at blended ROAS or MER, or whatever kind of your North Star is. Yeah. That's, that's really the way to win here. And especially when you're looking for scale, um, you have to kind of have that belief that, hey, we can really drive demand and, and not just, you know, uh, reap the, the demand capture at the, at the bottom. We really have to drive totally. demand and build it and, and know that that'll come if your creative is done well and your, and your targeting is right, obviously. But, um, yeah, those are some of the ways that we measure and, and kind of keep track of along with, a, um, you know, other metrics that are, you know, deeper into kind of, you know, Google or, or Facebook. And as I mentioned, thumb stop, some of those things, uh, we're, we're looking at all those things. Absolutely. I love the idea also, and, and that's something we haven't actually talked about a lot here is, is correlating your marketing spend to branded search as well, right? Taking a look and being like, oh, wait, why did our branded search double? Be, especially YouTube. YouTube is one of those ones like, I can't remember the last time I've ever clicked on a YouTube ad. Like, it's been forever. Yeah. Yet I'm like picturing because I, I watch YouTube almost every night before I go to bed <laughs> and I love space videos. That's my new thing. It's uh. just like anything James Webb is sending back home here. I'm like, this is, I want to watch this. <laughs> but never once would I ever click on one of those ads yet. Those advertisers, I could tell you every single one of those advertisers that's advertising to me recently. Um, so it's really, it's really interesting. It's just going back old school, right? Like yep. we're, we're going back to how everyone had to be about 10 years ago or 15 years ago and how we had to measure our marketing efficiency, right? So yeah. um, I find that super interesting. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to say that I think is, especially on the, the Google YouTube side is, is, you know, brand lift studies, you know, and, and conversion lift, we're able to see that in the ad recall. Um, like you just mentioned, you're able to kind of remember those, those brands that are breaking through the noises yeah. before you hit the skip button or, you know, you're watching a, um, you know, a pre-roll. I mean, you're the, the recall that we're able to see in the lift um, really lets us know that, hey, this is making an impact and we're really gaining market share and, and um, you know, achieving multiple goals, right? Which is, you know, we're a, a pretty new brand, um, you know, gaining that, that just market awareness and overall, um, you know, kind of that top of funnel awareness to all the way through to like, hey, people are, are recognizing our brand as they're getting ready to purchase and and that can come 30 to 60 days down the road um but it's so that those are another great tools to use that are that are free um you know as you're running those um you know those budgets through through video campaigns to, to just throw you know tack on a a brand lift a conversion lift and 
you'll be able to gain some really interesting insights there. Absolutely. Brett, let's talk short form video. What are you guys doing when it comes to, you know, TikTok reels, YouTube shorts, all this kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, those are still crushing it. I mean, it's still a great place to be, um, you know, especially on the on the TikTok and, and IG side. So, you know, what's working for us right now is, is, you know, I think it's the UGC stuff, but it's the the UGC that actually feels like UGC. <laughs> and mm. by that, I mean, okay. like the we've we've seen, I think everyone's felt a little bit burned out on the, the scripted, hey, I'm obsessed with insert you know, product here or, you know, yeah. kind of those, they feel really, I don't know, they feel a little spammy. Um, but yeah. if you can get authentic, um, reactions and, and really, um, true UGC, and then, you know, really make that feel native to the platform, that stuff is, we, we've seen work really, really well, especially with a product like ours that is demonstrable and you really need to see it. You need to see, someone step into a shoe, see the heel, you know, come back up and, and kind of that, that aha moment. Um, those have worked really well for us. Um, you know, including yeah. some mashups, you can take those and, and then layer in some of your maybe more polished, you know, product, um, or lifestyle and, and kind of create these mashups that, that include some of that, you know, believable UGC testimonial social proof mixed with, you know, some of your, your beautiful product shots. Um, Totally. Testing some of those mashups have, have done really well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's great. Brett, I got to ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on this podcast. What is your secret to scaling? Yeah, I mean, I think kind of going against the, the curve a little bit, you know, going against kind of what everyone else is doing or, or you know, for us, like you mentioned earlier, going back to some of the, the principles that, you know, before Facebook arbitrage and some of that, like stuff that was a little bit more old school, I think is... Um, really helped us continue to grow where people have had, you know, maybe a rough couple of years. Um, so I think, you know, looking at unique ways that you can really break through the noise um, would, would probably be the best way to, to summarize that. I mean, we, we're not afraid to take risks to try things that are different. Um, and I think that helps you stand out and break through the noise that every other brand is, is doing. And so, um, and then being able to really have, have the, the guts to pour, pour gas on it, right? If you find something that's working, totally. then then double down, triple down. And and um, we're lucky to have founders and, and leadership team that, that allow us to to do that. But I think that's how you really, when you find something that's working, try and try and really, you know, lean into that and 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 run with it. Um, where I think some people maybe are, you know, don't have that, maybe the, the I don't know, the, yeah, the, not, I guess for lack of a better term, the, the guts to kind of really just go, go crazy and, and, and dive in. So, um, I think those things have allowed us to really scale and quote scale quickly. Yeah. Love it. Brett, before I get to the last three questions, I actually had another question I wanted to ask you, um, before that one, but it ties in nicely. Talk to me about your marketing team, your internal marketing team. What does that look like? Um, how does video fit in there as well? I'd love, I'd love to hear that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, uh, we're a pretty lean team. I mean, early on there was for the first two and a half years, I think there was five to seven of us. And, um, we, we worked with a couple in, agencies in marketing or, or in, in marketing. Yeah. In so, team. you know, there was, there was, we were wearing multiple hats and, and, um, yeah. kind of do everything from, you know, video to design to acquisition and, you know, all of it. And then, uh, we relied on some agencies for our bigger video pieces, um, yeah. that we had, we had some relationships with before. And then, um, now we're about a team of 20, and we brought video awesome. in house where we can, um, cause that is, 
it's it's so big for us that we made the investment to bring you know a, a creative director or video we have editor we have um you know 3d in motion um all in-house so that we can crank things out quickly and take advantage of you know trends or, or things that we're seeing so um yeah that's that's really um kind of how we manage things now and then we'll we'll still do some things um, on an outsource agency basis, um, on creative side when, when it's, um, you know, a little bigger production, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's, that, that's awesome. That's a very substantial marketing team. I, I love hearing that. And that's the other, the other thing that I've been, you know, chatting with our guests about as well. And, and our listeners is, is what that next hire sort of looks like. And, and it needs it on the marketing side. And, and in my opinion, it needs to either involve creative direction or that video hire, right? Maybe it's that that D Rock, right? That's following you around uh, in your business, or that person that's you know able to edit all, all sorts of stuff. But video has to be like an insanely big part of the plan. Yeah, hundred percent. I think you know that. I mean, that that's what you know. We're all focused on content and more content. We can never have enough. And I think having really capable and and uh, you know high level video creation editing and then even strategy you know figuring out how you yeah. get from you know we have so much content how do we get that content and repurpose it and cut it and and try different uh you know hooks or whatever this having someone kind of thinking about that and and how you can really leverage the creative you have and and make the most of it i think is really a really impactful hire um that we we have um we've done some stuff internally and are looking to grow that team even more so Cool. Cool. That's great. Well, Brett, I got three questions. Uh, I hope that you are ready. Oh, I'm ready. All right. First question, favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Um, oh man, I'd have to say, uh, probably Figma. Um, I know they're in the new, the news lately. Um, but that's just such a game changer for us across department. Um, you know, being able to, to, to quickly hop in and, and leverage Figma for design and creation is, 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 uh, huge. Can you, can you explain what Figma is again? Yeah, so it's it's basically you know a design resource that allows for it's a you know cloud collaboration. So think about Photoshop and and but taking that into a, a cloud environment where you can use through a, a web a web browser, be able to go in and edit, create, um, comment, um, and then export design out of. Awesome. Sim similar to Canva. Yep, similar to Canva. Uh, just maybe a little bit um, more technical, or a little bit. You know, from email to yeah to to apps to you know you name it, it can kind of handle all that and, and the collaboration. Oh, makes cool! It kind of stand above um, the rest. So, awesome, awesome. That's great. A uh, second question for you: a favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? Oh, um, that's a great question. Um, there's so many I'm listening to. Um, I I listen. Uh, Okay, I'll give you one that's marketing and then one that's that's not. Um, awesome. There's um, a marketing podcast um, that's called E-Commerce Secrets that um, I really enjoy and love, and and um, just kind of gives gives quick um, tips and tricks on on just what what you know similar kind of what you're doing things that are working, um, but it, it happens really short form and, and it's helpful. Um, and then, yeah. Um, one of my coworkers got me into this. Um, I think it's called Out Alive. It's like a um, 
they're, they're quick again, like 25 minute stories about people just surviving the most, the craziest stuff and how they, they, oh, I would love they got that. out alive. And yeah, you'd probably yeah. really enjoy it. So I think I listened to one that had like a, there was a bear attack and a guy that got, you know, wow <laughs> had to escape that. And it's their, their account of the story. So anyway, those are both kind of ones that are on my list right now. Love it. Last question for you, Brett. Uh, and this is a, this is a change up from what I normally ask. Um, but this is my, my new favorite question. So you've got a year to live. What changes? Oh yeah. Um, I was actually, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I had a conversation with, with, a, with a coworker just about, you know, things we wanted to accomplish. And, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm actually a, a father of three kids and they're all young. And I think for me, it was my answer just came da- back down to like, how can I create memorable experiences with my kids and my family? And it was, mm. you know, what are, what are those things that are kind of bucket list or, or on their bucket list? And I think it would be really, you know, focusing on, um, you know, yeah, just, just those, those magical moments that you have. I mean, I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old and, and a newborn and like, they're at such the, the ripe age where everything's exciting and new and totally. And, and I think it would just be, yeah, you know, creating uh, memorable experiences with them. So. Oh, Brett, that's a great answer. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, this was super valuable. Where can people uh, connect with you and then also connect with Kizik? Yeah, so Kizik, we're just um, K-I-Z-I-K.com. Um, pretty easy. Um, uh, and then wear Kizik um, on all of our social channels. And then, yeah, I'm just Brett Swenson. That's with an E-N. So, um, you know, anywhere on Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, um, you can find me there and love to connect and, and uh, exchange you know, notes or things that are working with anyone. So awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much, Brett. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at mindful marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month. That's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.